Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. I've dealt with companies that sometimes will say that they have trade assurance, and they do, their account says that, but then they'll try to talk you out of it. In fact, I've actually backed out of some deals because it just seems sketchy. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, gang. What's happening? Welcome to the AMPM podcast. It's called the AMPM podcast because this is where we discuss creating perpetual income every minute, 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM. My name is Manny Coates and I'm your host. I apologize in advance if my voice sounds a little weird. It's just that everybody around me seems to be sick right now. They've all got colds or flus and uh, I'm trying my best not to catch anything, but I feel something going on there in the throat, a little raspy. So. Um, if, if it sounds weird, that's the reason why. But let's get to the point here. Um, I want to talk about trade assurance on Alibaba and what this is and why you should probably be using it if you are just starting out or you don't have any kind of rapport or history with the supplier that you're dealing with. And especially if you're going to be sending thousands of dollars for your first order. So when you do a search at Alibaba, it gives you options. For example, if you do a search for widgets, um, it'll pull up a bunch of results, and then you can sort those results. And they have uh, they have a few options there. The two that we're going to be concerned with are the gold supplier option and trade assurance option. Now, you, if you're not familiar with gold supplier, if you check that, that'll just pull up companies that have been doing business on Amazon for a while. Usually it'll say one year, two year, or however long they've been a, a good supplier. And typically, this uh, th- that right there is enough to get rid of almost all of the, the scammers. Um, because if somebody's coming on there, if there's a company that that is just basically a big scam, they're not going to be they're not going to hang around long enough to, uh, to to be a gold supplier. So you're pretty protected, at least in, in terms of a real company. Now, the trade assurance, though, is, is the next step. If you select that, it'll filter all the results, the search results on Alibaba and only show you suppliers that have trade assurance. So this is a this is a particular insurance that Alibaba offers. And it protects you as the buyer against loss of the amount that you're actually paying to get something done. So there's two types of safeguards. There's the on-time shipment, and then there's a pre-shipment uh, product quality. So we're going to talk about both of those. So first of all, if and you can do this right after the podcast. Uh, if you go and you do a search, let's say you do a search for widgets, you will, you'll get a bunch of search results. Select the quality assurance I'm sorry, the, uh, the trade assurance box or the ticker box, and then it'll only show companies that have uh, trade assurance or that offer trade assurance. Now, it'll have an actual link on the right side of those search results that uh, says trade assurance. And if you mouse over that, it gives you an amount. Uh, it tells you how much insurance they actually have. Some companies only have a couple thousand dollars. Others have just huge amounts, right? Over 50,000. Depending on what your volume is going to be or how much you're actually spending uh, you can mouse over and, and just kind of make sure that they cover the amount that you're going to be ordering from them so the type of assurance that there are that the two types as i mentioned were the the shipment safeguards and the pre-shipment product quality safeguard so the shipment safeguard is and i and i haven't really used this i've, I've been pretty good about uh about the shipping side of things um 
but you can say, okay, I want these products to be, you know, created and ready to ship by this date. And if for some reason the supplier just can't do that, or if they've agreed to the trade assurance for this and they can't do it, then Alibaba will end up covering that amount for you. They'll be essentially uh, pay you out for for the amount that you paid to have the products done. Now, typically that's almost never going to happen. Most people, you know, if you're working with a, a supplier and they say it's going to take 15 days or 20 days, whatever it might be, and they happen to go over by a few days, you're going to you're going to let it slide. You're not going to just cancel your order and and start all over, right? So that's why I'm saying I don't really use this. I do put it in there and I say, hey, we, we want to have everything finished by such and such date, but I don't enforce it. I think it kind of keeps them on task and they they really push towards meeting uh, the date. And I've never had somebody not meet the date, but even if they didn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't push it. Unless it was really dragging on, then you have a reason to go after it. The pre-shipment product quality one is the one that I, I definitely look at. And that is uh, to make sure that the product that you've paid for is actually what, you're, you, know, what you wanted. Um, typically, you would have a, an inspection company go out or somebody, if you, somebody, you got to in some way look at and see what the quality of the product is going to be. Now, you can determine how you're going to go about doing that. There's tons of inspection companies that can go out and do all the, do the full inspection on the products, send you photos, make sure that uh, everything is exactly how you need it with the stickers and the poly bags and the, pack, uh, the, the packaging and everything else, right? It's important. But if you trust the factory to, to do it themselves and send you photos and all that kind of stuff, yeah, then, then more power to you. I, I prefer to have uh, a third party do it, make sure that the, yeah, I mean, even the boxing to make sure that everything's put into the boxes correctly. If you're, especially if you're going to be sending it directly to, to Amazon uh, from the supplier. So the way this works, though, is when you do a, when you're doing a, uh, like in my case, when I'm doing a wire transfer, you determine the amount that you're going to pay up front for the trade or uh, for the, uh, the goods. And let's say it's 30% and, and you do that through trade assurance. Now, I, I don't do that. I, because I'm going through trade assurance and because I'm using a supplier that is usually a gold supplier, they've been there two or three years. I end up just paying the full amount, 100%. And I don't, I don't deal with the 30% now and 70% later. And the reason for this is that the money, uh, when, when you're going through this process, it's also, they have to set it up. The supplier has to actually set it up through Amazon or through, uh, through Alibaba. And then Alibaba starts the process and you actually wire the money to the account that Alibaba gives you. And it's, it's actually an Alibaba account under the, the name of the, the supplier. Okay, so you're really paying Alibaba, and then Alibaba matches this amount and releases it to the uh, the supplier, and then they get started. So um, there's a little bit of safeguard there, right? Because you're paying Alibaba, paying their account, and not directly going to the the supplier. So you're you're set there. And then once the supplier gets to the the milestone, whatever that is, you know they've got to the point where they're ready to ship, and you've done the inspection, and everything looks good. Then Alibaba releases the fees or the the, the amount to them. And you're good. You're all set. And that's really pretty much it. I mean, it's just there to protect you. I don't see why you wouldn't want to use it. I mean, if you've never done business with a company and you feel safer doing this, it's a great way to to start the initial process with that company. Uh, they're, you know, they don't know you either. So I, if you're sending this money through through Alibaba, they're they're guaranteed to get paid and, and everything's everything's good. I've dealt with companies that sometimes will say that they have trade assurance and they do their account says that but then they'll try to talk you out of it you know they'll say oh we're good and we're that in fact I've actually backed out of some deals because it just seems sketchy it wasn't so much that they're a you know a, a sketchy company in general but 
if they were if they're offering something and now they're saying they're not going to be doing it for whatever reason I don't know that I want to be doing business with that company and I, I can tell you the story about about that in just a minute but um, you know don't don't I mean if somebody's already fighting you about something that they're offering maybe look somewhere else if you have an, if you have that option if they tell you that there's a fee um, that you have to pay in order to do the trade assurance, 5% fee. I've, I've had somebody do that. You know, run away from those guys. There is no trade assurance fee. Okay, so Alibaba doesn't charge them. They don't charge you. It's free for both parties. So if the company is saying that, either A, they're just trying to extract additional money from you, which in, in that case you want to run away again. Even though they're, they might be a gold supplier, they're still a little bit shady. Or B, um, they just don't use trade assurance that much and they're not familiar with it. And I guess there's a, the option C, which is sometimes they just play dumb, right? I, I can't tell you how many times I've dealt with suppliers and they, they act like they don't know what's going on with certain things. And I, when I confront them and I'm like, have you not done business with companies or with individuals? How are you not? How am I the first guy that's actually dealing with you on, on this subject? And they usually straighten up pretty quickly. If, a, if you're dealing with a supplier that doesn't offer trade assurance okay and for example let's just say that you have a specific widget that you want to order and maybe there's only one company that makes this and they don't have trade assurance if that's the case i mean if they absolutely just don't have trade assurance um, and there's only one of them i first of all i'd be a little bit suspect right i would want to find out why they're the only ones is there a patent on it find out why they're the only one and if you still want to move forward with them if they don't have trade assurance, use PayPal. Okay, so PayPal is a is a great system to use. They have an amazing dispute resolution system. Okay, so for example, if if you've been scammed, if things go bad with this particular supplier, you can always open a dispute with PayPal. And PayPal used to be 45 days um, in terms of their dispute window. You would have 45 days to to file a claim. But now I believe they've expanded that to six months. So you've got a six month dispute window. Where you can file a, a dispute claim and uh, I mean that's half a year it gives you forever so the way it works is you and the seller once you open the dispute um, you and the seller will have 20 days to work the things out and if uh, if they if you can't work it out the the claim will go to PayPal to their review team and they'll end up reviewing it now I can say I've never done this with Alibaba I've done this actually I have done it with Alibaba but it was for it was for um, a really small thing it was for dem uh, not demos the uh, Oh man, I'm drawing a complete blank. When I was ordering samples, there we go. Uh, when I was ordering samples, um, I had to do a, a dispute with PayPal. Going back to that, so if there's a dispute and it's not resolved within 20 days, almost always, I, I've never seen a case where this doesn't happen, the seller, which is, you know, the, the you, uh, actually I should say you, the buyer, will win. Um, so your supplier is, is going to lose. Unless they have something showing your signature on file and that it's, it's contrary to what you're claiming, um, then they should just lose. It's just the way it is. There are some restrictions in regards to that. Uh, for example, if an item is custom made, like if you have the supplier making something uh, completely custom made, it probably will go under a bunch, much more scrutiny by PayPal um, if that seller says you know, that they made this custom for you. So keep that in mind. But Trade Assurance is awesome. I use it for all the new companies I deal with. And once I've established some kind of rapport with them, then I'll, I'll switch off of that. I don't mind sending wires directly to their accounts. And like I said, with trade assurance, I just pay the 100% uh, of the amount and, and I'm done with it. So hopefully this has been helpful to you if you've been considering 
trade assurance and you weren't sure what it is, it's definitely something worth using and almost all of the good suppliers out there on Alibaba have it. So anyways, that's about it. If you have any questions or topics that you want me to cover, please do use the question page at my site, which is at ampmpodcast.com. Also, guys, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and uh, leave me a quick rating or review. Uh, Those definitely help. It's kind of like on Amazon, right? Every review helps. And uh, let other people know about the podcast. It'll be a win-win for everybody, right? You'll be showing people that there's a new podcast on the market. You'll be helping people out. And it helps me to grow the podcast and make it even better. So once again, guys, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day um, and spending it with me here at the AMPM Podcast. Until next time, take care. You've been listening to the AMPM Podcast, hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.